0: Holy Father, I just pray over Adam that You'd use him for Your glory. Pray the things that You say will be great fun, but also deep in Your Word and deep in Your heart. I just to use him just in abundance. We pray. In your holy name. Amen. 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 Right? Am I on? Yes. Hello. Yes. Good. 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 Right. How many kids have we actually got here this morning? We have got plenty. Do you want to come forward? I have a big bag of sweets. If that is any kind of incentive. Wow. <sighs> No, Chris, you can't come, but uh, yeah, come on, why don't you come and sit down here, you're going to have plenty of that, very good, just sit right there, very good, look at you, fantastic, right, great to see you, well look, today I am going to tell you the story of Jonah, well not all of Jonah, but a little bit, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use some songs to help me, okay? Okay. I'm going to use some songs. Now, kids, listen to me. Every time a song comes up, you have to do some running. Because Jonah ran away, didn't he? So you have to do some running. So I want you to run down this aisle here. Can you see where it is? I want you to run around the back, and then I want you to run down the front and come and sit here again. Okay? Every time a song. There will be six songs. So you will be exhausted by the end of this. At least that's what your parents are hoping. Um, so, so that's what we're going to do. And uh, parents, uh, you might want to run with your kids if you know they need that. So uh, that would be good. And uh, also to say, um, if you uh, uh, adults out here, if you can uh, identify all six of the songs, the names of the songs and the artist, there might be a little something for you as well. Whoever comes top uh, in that particular uh, category. Now, uh, the other thing I need, I need your involvement, okay? We're going to teach our kids a Bible story this morning, so I need you to be involved, okay? There's responsibility. I've made this a big responsibility for you. Now, this block over here, every time I say the word Jonah, you have to say, immediately, you say, watch out for the whale! (laughs) Okay, that's your, that's this block here, whenever I say the word run or running or ran you have to hum the first line of Chariots of Fire. So, so it's like, so you say, da, 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 Okay, that's what you have to do. And if whenever I say the word sailor or sailors, you, in a very deep Cornish accent, have to say, Urgh. Okay? So and we're just going to have a very quick dress rehearsal. Okay, so Jonah... Running. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the song. Are you a Christian? <laughs> <laughs> du, 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 du. Okay, so let's do that again. I think it's as good as we're going to get. Uh, sailor. Yes, very good. Okay right so we're ready then aren't we here we go so last week what happened at the beginning of the story who was here last week who can tell me what happened at the beginning what happened yes well jonah ran away and and he was a prophet of god now who knows what a prophet is what's a prophet Someone who hears what God says. Very good. I'll take that. Excellent. I think that's worth a round of applause, don't <laughs> you? Very good. Excellent. So he was a prophet, and God told this prophet to go to Nineveh. Now, Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh, did he? He really, really didn't want to go. Who here has had to do something that they've never wanted to? Who's had to go to the dentist? You love the dentist? How things have changed. I never liked the dentist. In fact, I would say I hated the dentist when I was your age. But if you have a good experience with the dentist, I don't want to wreck that. That's good. But, okay. But he was really, really desperate not to go to Nineveh. So, he ran away. That is that is Jonah running away. And it's, in his rebox. there we go. Excellent. Now, what do you think Jonah would have, would have said to his friends when he heard God say to him, I want you to go to Nineveh? So Jonah ran away. Oh, that is grim. Is that, is that really the best you can do? Do we have anyone musical that can join them? To... Wow. <laughs> right. So anyway, where did Jonah try? I've forgotten how often this happens. Where did he try and run away to? (laughs) That's a lot better. That's a lot, lot better. You get a special sweetie at the end. Yeah, no, well, look, to answer this question, this question of where he was trying to run away to, we are going to play a special game of who wants to be a millionaire. Now, there's only one question in this special game of who wants to be a millionaire, and the question is, what was the name of the place that he was trying to reach? Was it A, a place called Starfish? Was it B, Tarshish? Was it C, fish dish, or was it D, shish kebab? Who thinks it was A? Who thinks it was C? Who thinks it was D? Who, yeah, you want it to be a fish, yeah, shish kebab. Who thinks it was B? You're all right, it was, it was Tarshish. Very, very good. Very, very good. And uh, interestingly, Tarshish was thought to be the place that was furthest away, that was known in in the ancient world. So Jonah was trying to get away as far as he could. It takes me by surprise. Um, He was trying to get as far away as he possibly could. What did Jonah then do? Well, he got on a boat so that he could sail away but God did not like what Jonah had done so he was teaching him some lessons so the Bible tells us something that God caused a fierce storm to well up and the seas became very very rough now look who can make storm noises Shhh. and what happens to waves Do so they go, sort of go up don't they? Shhh, and then they go down who can do this up oh and then down big waves happen in storms and there you go there's some rough sea happening now look we can't make actual waves happen in here although I did think about opening the baptistry but no we're not going to do that but we can do a Mexican wave church can't we oh yes we can now does everyone know what a Mexican wave is Well, you'll find out on the job. So we're going to start on this side and the wave is going to go right the way along to this side and then it's going to come right the way back again, okay? So we need to make a big wave. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go! Here it goes. Look, look at, this, look at the wave, look at the wave. And then it's going to come back again. Come back again, yes. Come on, you see what I mean? That was the kind of storm that he was in. Big waves were going on. Now, the waves were so big, this is what the Bible tells us, the waves were so big, the sailors, that lot over there, thought the ship was going to break up and sink. And they were so frightened that all the sailors started praying. And do you know what they were praying? Well, again, Scripture doesn't tell us exactly what they were praying, but I think I've got a pretty good idea of what they were praying. They were praying like this. Now, kids, all seriousness, can I say to you, if you are ever in trouble, that is a really good prayer. Remember this from today. If you're ever in trouble, what you do is you say, Jesus, help! And that is a good biblical prayer to pray. So, okay, what happened next was the sailors... Start throwing the cargo, that's the bits and pieces on the ship, off the ship to try and make the ship lighter. The Bible's very clear. This is what they did. And they thought that doing that would help them get the ship to dry land. Now, look, what do you think the captain of the ship was doing? Who knows what the captain of the ship was doing? Because he kept. What's the captain doing? Being the captain. Yeah, he was. You're right. <laughs> very good. I bet. What version are you reading? No. <laughs> so the captain of the ship comes looking for Jonah. And do you know where he was? He was asleep. Jonah was asleep in the middle of a great storm. There he is. Look, our Jonah fast asleep. So the captain wakes him up and he says, what are you doing? You need to get up and you need to be praying. Why are you asleep? Good gracious. I think perhaps Jonah was... Jonah dreaming of being somewhere else. Okay, then the sailors. It's the middle of a storm. Have you not entered into this? We're in the middle of a storm. They're not going to be half asleep. So the sailors... Oh, all from Cornwall became really desperate about the fierce storm, and they decided to cast lots to find out why the storm had been sent. And the lot, the Bible tells us, fell on Jonah. And they realized that he was the reason that God had sent the storm on them. Oh! And then he admitted to them that he worshipped the God who made everything. Did you know that God made everything? Including the sea that they were in. God made it all. And he also admitted that he was running away. And they were very, very afraid. And they said, what is this that you have done? Thank you. Well, you can run if you like, but it's... You might want to do it again. Just give it another go. Oh, okay, it's just gonna mess things up. Where's my bag of sweets? I need some. Well, then they asked him what should be done to make the sea calmer. They all ask him, and he says, uh, because the sea had become rougher and rougher. And, and do you know what Jonah said to that question? He said, "You've got to pick me up, and you're going to have to throw me into the sea. And if you do that, the sea will become calm. But the sailors, who become increasingly tired as we go along." The the sailors didn't want to throw him overboard and they tried hard to row the ship back to dry land. But no matter how hard they tried, and they really did try, they tried very hard, they couldn't reach dry land. So they picked Jonah up. And threw him into the sea, just as he had asked. Splosh! No, not very dramatic. Okay, well, never mind. Anyway, you get the point. And as they did that, what happened to the sea, do you think, when they threw Jonah into it? It became calm. Absolutely, it became calm. And Jonah was left floating in the sea. He was just floating, and he was now waiting for what God would do next. Now, does anyone know any songs about floating? No, it was hard, this one. <coughs> it was hard, but I, and I'm trying not to look vaguely smug now. I did find one, and I quite like it. And the song, now, kids, rather than run around this time, I'd like you to float slowly around. Imagine that you are in the sea or in a swimming pool, and you are just now going to float, okay, like these guys. And uh, adults, if you would like to float as well, you can stand up and float, okay? And we're just going to sing this little song, and it goes uh, like this. Come on, that's good, isn't it? That's a good song. That's why it's longer than all the others. I was so pleased with it. (laughs) Okay, that's really, really good. Okay, uh, Ben, can you um, distribute in that little bag there? Kids, I've got some sweets for you that you might want to enjoy. And uh, so I don't know if this is going to be okay with your parents or not, really. Uh, Just check that this... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they're all all nut-free, I think. Okay, so the way we're going to finish this is... um, What does this passage of Scripture tell us about God? We need to ask ourselves now, what does this passage of Scripture teach us about God? And I've got six very, very quick points because we want to find out what the Bible is telling us about who God is. And the first point is this. God is everywhere. See, Jonah thought he could run away from the presence of God and that's why he went to Tarshish. It was the furthest away he could get. Sometimes we feel, don't we, That God's gone and we can't find him. But actually, what Jonah found was that he encountered God in the most unlikely place. He encountered him on a sea, on a boat, and he wasn't expecting to find him, and he couldn't run away from the presence of God. Did you know that? You can never run away from the presence of God because he loves you. So that's the first point. The second point, church, is this we need to keep awake spiritually. Jonah yet again was asleep. I deserve that. I think I just deserve that. I'd like us to stop the sound effects now. He was a, he was a, a, asleep spiritually. Now this is the third time, church, we've heard this. We've been hearing this in the Ephesians. Haven't we? We've got to remain alert and awake spiritually. We've got to remain alert and awake in prayer. Do you remember hearing this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, and here was Jonah, a prophet of God, a man of God, and he was asleep in a storm. At a dangerous time when he should have been awake. There he was asleep. Church, we need to remain awake Because the times are dangerous right now. Values are coming in that we need to be praying into. So, hey, come on. Let's not do what Jonah did. Let's be awake. So keep awake. Third point is this. God can use anyone to speak into your life. God used a a ship's captain. This man was not a believer in God, in Yahweh. uh, Yet he was the man who came to Jonah and said, what are you doing? You're asleep. You should be praying. God used this man in order to bring alertness uh, to Jonah. So God can use anyone. He can use your boss. I know for some people that's difficult to believe. But he can God can use your boss, he can use your family, he can use those around you. So let's just keep our ears open for who um, God is trying to use right now to speak into your life. Who is speaking into your life and you're not listening to? Now God can use anyone to do that. That's the third point. The fourth point is this. Knowing the truth doesn't mean that you are obedient to the truth. Jonah knew the truth but he was disobedient. Having your heads full of scripture is a good thing, but you actually have to obey what it says and not just know it. And there's a difference between knowing and obeying. And I want to encourage you today to make sure that you not only read the Bible, but you do what it says as well. Okay, so that's my fourth point. Fifth point is this. God will keep pursuing you even if you run away. Even if you—and the honest truth is—we all do at times. The running might be happening inside; might still be coming to church. But sometimes we run away from the things that God says to us, the things that He asks of us, and we just say, "I don't want to. I don't want to forgive that person. I don't want to love that person. I don't want to put my hands up in worship today. I don't want to do." No, no. God will keep pursuing you, even when you are running away from him. And the last point, very quickly, I just want to say is this. Difficulty is sometimes the very thing we need to make progress with God. Difficulty is sometimes the very thing we need to make progress with God. God sent a storm into Jonah's life. Have we heard that? God sent a storm. And God did that because he loves Jonah. And he loved the people of Nineveh. God sent a storm. Sometimes God allows us to go through storms because he is wanting to speak into our lives. Jesus had to endure suffering. Jesus, the son of God. If he had to endure it, then beloved, so do we. Okay, so there are my six points. God is everywhere. Keep awake spiritually. God can use anyone to speak into your life. Knowing the truth doesn't mean you are obedient. God will uh, keep pursuing you even if you run away. And difficulty is sometimes the very thing we need to make progress with God. Lastly, I just want to say this. If you don't know the Lord Jesus today, with all my heart, I want to say to you, get to know him get to know him. The reason there is so much joy about our youth encountering Jesus is because it is so important. It is a matter of life and death. There is nothing more important than seeing the kingdom of God advance, and it's such a delight to us to see it happen in the younger generations. But I want to say, if you are here today and you don't know him, you can do. Please don't leave without having a conversation with me or Andre or Jeeves come and speak to us what is what does it mean to be a Christian what is what does it mean to know Jesus what are you talking about because because it is life it's life and it's everything it's why you were created to know him okay so we're going to end it there and I think there is tea and coffee being served at the back Um, if you are sick in your body and you would like prayer to be to be healed? Come forward, please come forward. We'll have a team here who will pray for you. God bless you. Have a great rest of the week, and keep floating. And um, tea and coffee served.